0: Bacon, no bacon, no bacon, no bacon, bacon no, no bacon. bacon. Podcast. <laughs> not business. Let's see why. Technical Problem Podcast. Sorry, we renamed it. It's now the Technical Problem Podcast, brought to you by Comedy Here Often. Uh, no, it's still called Bacon, no bacon. Also brought to you by Comedy Here Often. The All Comedy Network here in Canada, brought to you by 604 Records out of Vancouver. I fucking look like I'm missing a Comedy tooth or something.
1: Here, Ralph, you don't look like you're missing a tooth.
0: You I just, did for hours, a why, weird shadow. Yeah, I guess you got a
1: weird shadow there. Man, well, it makes your tooth look a lot more crooked than I ever remember it, it being.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> what
1: the hell's happening to your light?
0: teeth? Got a new light. Got a new, we got a new setup. If if I look more crisp to you all, uh, it's because we're now using an actual video HD video camera, not my stupid webcam. The green screen probably look a little bit better. A little bacon, no bacon back there. Look at that! I could superimpose my chest. Right. Oh yeah, oh, I'm getting lost in the fucking thing. But whatever, we're doing shit, everybody. The bacon, no bacon, has a, a, to date, literally generated zero revenue. We got some free coffee and a, a free T-shirt, <laughs> an ashtray. Uh, what else did we get? Abdul hasn't gotten any of this. Oh, a couple of coffee cups. An ashtray, a t-shirt, and some coffee. Uh, and I have spent like fucking $2,000 on fucking equipment for it. Yeah, it so costs a
1: lot. So we really
0: need to step up our game here and generate some revenue. Would you like to sponsor Bacon No Bacon? Perhaps you own a butcher shop in Almont, Ontario. You, <laughs> My friend actually does. This would be a great place to advertise your fresh fucking cut bacon for a very modest fee. We will plug the shit out of it. We'll eat bacon. Well, not we. I will eat double the amount of bacon on the podcast. <laughs> and Abdul will just sit there judging me. Oh, you kafir eating a fucking vile swine. And I'll be like, this wine is delicious. Go to the Almont Butcher Shop. It's delicious. That is just an example of how awesome we can make your business look. If you decide to sponsor Bacon, No Bacon. Perhaps you have a halal shop that you have a new kind of ostrich bacon that you're putting out because it's halal and I don't know can you make ostriches halal yeah, i'm sure <laughs> can you make we would them? love to we would love to promote your business i don't know why we're going all butcher yes we only want sponsorships from butcher shops halal or otherwise <laughs> if you have a car dealership go fuck yourself we do not want no i'm kidding we would love to do car dealership come to <laughs> Uh Land Rover Laval. they they've see there they've given go. me yes. things. They've given you Land stuff, Rover yeah. Laval. They sent me the remember when I had my Rang Rover, they sent me in the letter E. Oh really? That's to cool. Finish off my Range Rover. Yeah, very nice man. I forget his name. That's terrible. But uh yeah. Land Rover Laval, would you like to sponsor the Derek Sagan Abdul Butt Comedy Here Often International Bacon No Bacon podcast? We will uh for, for the letter E and the letter R, we will give you a free plug. <laughs> no,
1: it's not um, free because
0: it costs a letter R and a letter E.
1: Yeah, sorry. I'm just trying to fix your audio. It's
0: mouth not syncing?
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out. I've never had the chance to, like, screw around with this, and I think I'm, I'm slowly getting it. Uh, yeah, it's not bad.
0: You get you could change you could uh you could delay
1: the yeah for some reason i don't know i have to delay it quite a bit it seems like it's taken a lot to do it
0: well it could be because you got a lot more it's a lot because like, even me i'm not synced on my even on the video camera i'm not synced really you know so and on the screen on the screen it's even worse uh but now you've got 1080p going in video wise and going across the network whatever to you all the way to you and fucking yeah. uh Kirkland or wherever the pierre so yeah right, but you're able to do it you can manually yeah delay. i could
1: manually do it I'm, I'm trying to get to it it seems like it's a lot but it's it seems like it's slowly getting there it goes up in millisecond increments and i feel like i'm getting it closer but it never seems to really like just line up
0: one two three four five yeah, six seven Eight, nine. <laughs> hey, that's a lot better. And I'm. Is it better? Yeah. Here we go One, two, three, two, three. One, <laughs> all right.
1: Everybody on the audio podcast uh, uh, is going to be wondering what the hell we're doing. Um, sorry about that, guys. Just trying right, to get the video. video
0: the video element is only. It's about one tenth, I think. Hey, eh? like the. Yeah, we have a lot more YouTube listeners. Watches. People are like about...
1: listening to the podcast more than they like watching yeah. our stupid faces. We don't have enough. Uh, we need something uh, enticing to look at. I don't know
0: i've got the green screen with the fucking logo back there i could change that i could
1: yeah
0: maybe put a something oh i had a great the one last night last night angela had um uh she uh What's that? what the fuck she Spirit we were doing out. like a zoom we played like a zoom trivia at night with some friends
1: okay
0: and so she we were on her computer so i was my the, the choice of backgrounds that i had to choose from were from her photo thing and she had a picture on there for some reason of this audition that i did like four years ago but okay. oh, no it wasn't an audition it was a photo product uh, reese took a photography class at uh, the okay so
1: and
0: so there was really hyper close-up photos of my face okay. so i put that as the background you got a giant fucking my face in between angela was here and i was here and like it was a giant me right between us <laughs> looking sinister like i think i was like Remember, um, private pile in the Full Metal Jacket. Uh,
1: you oh, can't. Yes, uh, guy, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I
1: am in a world of you shit. That, you look that evil. You look like a fucking mean old bastard.
0: Slobbering and everything.
1: Um.
0: All right, I, here I, we go. We're on. We're going. We're making the big thing. We've
1: already started. Abdul Butt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm uh, I'm okay. I'm uh, keeping busy. <laughs> trying to writing <laughs> writing some things writing a few things taking the time write, like
0: jokes or scripts
1: scripts writing uh writing an outline right now writing two outlines actually one for a cartoon and one for a feature film
0: cartoon uh, did you hear our friend Heidi Foss
1: I did about, yeah uh, I was very excited hey. to see that it seems like uh cartoons are still alive so
0: it she's had a couple of good. kids shows produced
1: yeah she's actually she was in la working on i i'm pretty sure that's what it was when she was in la i remember her telling me about it and i think it's about butterflies and that she was saying uh, a cartoon yeah. about butterflies that she had an idea of yeah she was in la we went we, we hung out we went out to uh, uh heard myself and carolyn went out for dinner and hung out on Venice nice. beach we were right on the boardwalk oh man remember those days <laughs> remember when life was just so But just to easy, give people
0: an idea. That was like people, a year like, and a half or two
1: years,
0: not even two years ago. Not in show business, but that that script was optioned 11 years ago. Right, yeah. And then they gave her a development deal, and she developed. She wrote like three different scripts yeah. for it, and then it just sat
1: yeah. for
0: 10 years. And then last year, like you said, she went – they said, hey, we want to make maybe – instead, because was she pitched it, she had optioned it as a film script. Yeah. So they – so two years ago, whatever, they said, we're thinking of turning this into a series, actually. So then she's, but just to give you an idea of how hard this grind is that Abdul and I have decided to get into, 11 years, tabarnak Like, yeah
1: that's the way it works with writing and the
0: first. beauty about Heidi is that she looks exactly the same she has the same haircut I think she's still wearing the same jacket let's see. <laughs> <laughs> she it's like she was they, we're gonna turn she's like I'm determined I'm gonna look exactly this way until this becomes a thing until this is actually on the air somewhere yeah
1: you just gotta keep so good it's, for Heidi. it's very it could be discouraging but I feel like the writing world uh, and uh, when you pitch stuff like that it could just sit on a shelf for a long time and then they like my when I when I uh I ended up optioning an idea to Kevin Hart and that idea I pitched for two years I mean not 11 but I pitched I mean it still they get made yeah. so it's still sitting on a shelf but I pitched uh that idea for two years to multiple production companies and it never went anywhere they didn't they were like yeah we like it mm-hmm. but meh, maybe shoot it first see what it is
0: yeah yeah right and
1: then I had I had it kicking around and just for laughs had, a like a, you know, an entry for, uh, Kevin Hart was looking for ideas. So I just was like, I got one laying around, may as well pitch it. So I pitched just it and yeah, and it got options. So yeah, I mean, it's sitting on a shelf just like that. I hope, uh, I hope nine years from now, cause I think it's already, been like <laughs> yeah. three, uh, I feel, I hope I, uh, I get, uh, something done with that too. That'd be cool. That's
0: when it'll come, man. It'll be like the day that you pitch a tent on your land and shut Yeah, and I'm ready to hang my head up in the yeah
1: <laughs> like, rock
0: bottom. Yeah, somebody will come and knock on your tent and be like, "Hey, remember that show?" But that's the thing with Heidi's idea. It's a cartoon, right? Right. So as we know, filmmaking has evolved so much in the last fifteen years. Yeah. Right. It could be that when she pitch it, it's like, "Oh yeah, it would be good," but Chris, it's gonna cost us yeah, uh, 28 million to produce, and now you know cartoons like you fucking the ai on on computer animation you draw the you draw the character and then you just go you know like it's you,
1: a lot more work but yeah it definitely is a hell of. It's a lot more, but
0: it's faster yeah it's, it's, a hell fa- of it's a faster than fucking drawing a thing yeah. by hand taking a you photo of it, and then fucking it going back.
1: like it's basically like created like you're before you used to have to draw one frame and then the next frame and the next frame and show yeah the movement. yeah But now it's just like you draw it, let's say you take my hand, and then you would just draw lines with points of where the joints are, and then you can just grab it, and it'll do this, and then you can grab it and do that, you know? So that's – it's a hell of a lot easier, but it's still – quite a lot of work but
0: you draw you draw the each thing that you you're going to reuse basically
1: put joints in treaty,
0: a treaty yeah. yeah you put a make a 3D thing cool. and then you allow it to have movement as you want it's yeah, really it's really
1: great. cool how things like have evolved and i can't even imagine in 10 years from now yeah it, maybe in 10 years from now it will be like right arm goes up and it'll just yeah. go up but nowadays it's a little bit trickier, but still very much easier than it used to be yeah, it's crazy that she. I'm very happy for her. Anyway, That's good.
0: Option. I'm so yeah, very good. so happy. It's for nice her. to
1: see that there's some movement in our industry of entertainment.
0: Yeah,
1: it's uh, it's been quite a ride, man. It's been quite a ride. <coughs> Everything's
0: still- so. And I think Heidi, Heidi has maintained the visa this whole time, even though yes. like yes, hardly has. gone there. So like for 20 years, Heidi has maintained the visa, uh, or maybe not a yeah, probably She's a visa. Do you have to live there time. with a visa? No, you
1: don't. No. She's had a visa for okay, yeah, quite some it's time. It's you, your
0: thing. The green card, you have to yeah, live there. You, visa, live in the
1: you states. Yeah, pay taxes okay. in the states, and uh, yeah, and, but
0: she. Where a, a visa, you could go once a year. And yeah, a visa, you could. Yeah,
1: ju- well, again, your visa only lasts a certain amount. Like I think two or three years, and you got to keep re- three years, renewing yeah. it, renewing it, and all that. So
0: yeah. Yeah. So she's uh, invested in this thing, keeping it you know, active in case someone. She has like there's a. She, Heidi's very prolific, and she she's done she a lot she, she worked, I think
1: she just doesn't. She's she probably yeah, She's know. probably
0: got like twenty different scripts that have been pitched. Yeah. Uh, so, and this is the one that stuck finally. That you know, but she did a couple of years ago, a few like four years ago, she had something produced she had as another,
1: well. I think um she wrote on a movie. I think it was a Disney or Disney ended up buying it or something. She wrote on something.
0: A kids movie. Yeah
1: uh she's been doing yeah she's she's good she does but again she was like she's from that old generation right she got in on that uh when like just for laughs meant a lot more like you would you did you did it just for laughs you'd get like noticed in hollywood and they'd keep you on the rolodex and you know now now it's not like that anymore but she she got in luckily and she kept her foot in there the whole time which is what you got to do yeah it's a good Yeah, You know, there's a few guys. Even even her stand-up. You know all those guys, like uh, John Rogers.
0: uh, John Rogers, yeah, probably didn't hurt her to be good friends with him.
1: And a few other, I think Montreal. uh, uh, Barry Julian. Barry Julian. uh, Jeff Rothpan, also another great writer who's done a lot of, like, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff, like writing a lot. All these, uh, there's a lot of people from Montreal that uh, did very good doing you know because they started out during that era that that era was a good era to to be in
0: comedy dan dan gutterman dan Guderman,
1: right
0: he was the head of the onion i also was watching rick and morty the other night he's written a few episodes of rick and morty for adult swim cool yeah yeah fucking funny guy funny guy like that that must have been palpable dan had a palpable anxiety about being on stage really uh, it was similar. You know when you watch Mitch Hedberg, he always seems to be looking Hedbergers, at the ground, or yeah. even with his eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Guterman, would he would fucking be delivering the most hilarious number, and be just staring at the ground. He couldn't look the audience really, in eh? the face. Like he was the he's he even said he he doesn't he doesn't like it. It's, it gives him such anxiety. Even the day of an uh, open mic night, right? He would feel anxious, but yet he was addicted to it. Yeah so i guess this seeing writing the joke and seeing the joke put out into the world is a perfect balance for him because he's yeah. a genius joke writer but the actually being there and having to deliver it himself seemed to it cause him anxiety of, maybe it was just part of the act
1: yeah it gets you out of your head i was telling <coughs> john st godard i was talking to him during the week and i was telling him how i'm writing uh writing this stuff out and i'm like I miss, cause I used to write and then I would go do stand up, but I, I mean, it's weird cause I don't write my stand up out, but like I'm writing pitches and things, but then you, you're trying to write funny things in your pitch and your outlines or your scripts. And then you, even if you're not telling those jokes on stage, just to get out and go on stage and tell other jokes and understand what yeah. funny is again to people, like gives you that recharge yeah. of like, okay, I know now I like, I know which way to take this ship. You know, I get what people are into, what they're thinking. But the fact that we haven't been able to do that as a, like at all now, it's I feel like that make what's ma- makes it tough because you're writing all day and then at the end of it you're like, I need to like vent like say a lot of the stuff I, that are that's in my head to like no is this even funny or am I just writing it down for no reason? So it, it's uh I, it's interesting that he would do that. That's uh, I get why he would do that. Like he's a great writer and would need to get on stage still yeah. because. It get it. You need that uh, for me. I love that balance because I can't just sit and write. I need to like also express it on stage, even if it's not what I'm writing. I just need to like say other jokes just to get that you know that compass of where you're going. Are you in a Microsoft Paint?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what do <are> you? <laughs> That's hilarious. It's
0: that office that I've put before. I was getting sick of the black.
1: So it, it gives you that office with a, an outline like you're in Microsoft Paint right now. That's pretty cool. I like that.
0: Oh, why is it not? Does it not look real? I thought it was a photograph.
1: No, dude. I, it looks like you're on like you're in a cartoon, oh. and there's a Microsoft. Let's get Paint. rid of that. No, I think it looks great. <laughs> why is it like <laughs> that? Are you opening it in Microsoft Paint?
0: <laughs> no, it's a uh, it's Skype. Skype options
1: okay so that's you're seeing what i'm seeing though right
0: yeah but i can't it's super small i can't i, oh, I thought it was a photograph i thought it say. was a photograph yeah
1: yeah you uh but it's not you look like
0: uh oh uh, this is the one no
1: you look like you're in this an office the... like you're gonna oh no, is no, that real uh yeah no, no it looks like you yeah that yeah that that's a cartoon yeah, that's uh, that,
0: uh. Is that real? Well, it looks like a big it, sunset.
1: It looks like a dark alley. It looks like you're gonna sell crack in there. Uh, this just looks like your house, but nicer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Is that a plant? Oh yeah, my god, it's I got a, a living plant. plant. It's was a real
1: saying.
0: one. <laughs> How's that? uh
1: that's hilarious that that's really funny it looks like a nicer version of your house um
0: <laughs> it's like those those tv commercial idea that uh for the government that christmas time yeah yeah. people were like is that your house and i'm like yeah sure yeah. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> you yeah, think you think i live in this place <laughs> you really think i'm doing well
1: the government came over to your house to film a commercial that would be hilarious we're going to film. All right, we've chosen you. You are the actor that we would love to have. How's your house looking? We need to. We need a location to film this. <laughs> yeah, Imagine
0: I called that. Mike Ward and be like, hey, buddy, I have a meeting. Could I take a meeting at your house, please? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: oh, God.
1: I haven't uh, spoke so, to him in a while. How's he doing? Have you talked to him lately?
0: Well, the Supreme Court uh, hearing was on Monday.
1: Yeah, I watched it. So uh, I
0: watched it. I watched it online.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah, it was very
0: uh, I still, it. I can't believe that even now I see at the Supreme Court level that it's still the uh, well, you threatened to kill him, you threatened to drown him, and like I can't believe that's still coming I, up in the case. Like it, even his lawyers, like no, no, obviously that was a joke. I, I know mean, that's obviously a joke. Otherwise, this would be a criminal case. You know what I mean?
1: I know. I feel it's... like I don't know, man. I really, it's hard to watch because like you. I don't, I don't I don't, know if his lawyer's doing the right thing at times. If he's not, so, I, it's
0: hard to... For some people that don't necessarily know what happened, a, a friend of ours, Mike Ward, who's uh, quite famous in French, if you don't know of him, he's very famous on the French side in Quebec, uh, did a joke 11 years ago uh, on a tour that ended up being on his DVD, about uh, a disabled kid. He was a kid at the time, now he's 19, he I think. A, he
1: was also uh, an artist, right? He was a singer and right. he, a, he has an album out, he had an album out, he was touring.
0: Right, it was not, It's that's it, he was, uh, well, that's that's the fucking beauty of it. When he filed the lawsuit, the following week is when he released an album. Like It was all a publicity yeah. grab. Yeah. Let's go. Here's the thing though, the joke itself, this is the irony, the beauty of it, I think, should he be vindicated? I we really need Mike to be vindicated as comedian. Abdul and I and the whole comedy community is kind of waiting with bated breath to find out what ultimately happens. Um, but the story is so Mike had a joke, and this is the here's the thing: the premise of the joke is why is it that we have these sacred cows in, uh, in, in society? Show
1: business. People, yeah, show business.
0: People, things that we we are just, uh, it's assumed that you don't make fun of it. Right. Uh, so he, he went on to talk about Céline Dion. How come she's the princess of Quebec? We can't fucking make fun of her? Uh, uh, even though, and then he went on to do jokes about Céline Dion and how she was eight years old when she met René Angélil, and then, you know, whatever. Jokes like that. And then Jeanette Renault. How come nobody can make fun of Jeanette Renault? Because yeah. of the la la la. She's Toton or whatever. And then, uh, how about Petit Jeremy? Okay. And here's the thing. So if you're outside of Quebec, you may not even know Petit Jeremy. But the fact that Mike was able to say P'tit Jeremy and everybody know who the he's talking about crowd means that the kid yeah. Yeah. has hit so a level of celebrity and notoriety that he's in the public domain now. He's. He's, you say Petit Jérémy, and everyone understands what you're saying. He didn't have to explain who the kid was. Right. You say Petit Jérémy, and in Quebec, everyone knew who he was. Yes. And then he went on to make joke about the kid, about how, you know, at first he was defending him. No, let him sing. He's, he's deaf. One of his disabilities is that he's deaf. So Mike would say, you know, hey, if he wants to go sing for Celine Dion, uh, say that's his, his make-a-wish dream. It's his dying wish to sing badly for uh, Celine Dion. Say he's singing. he's deaf. He could, he's deaf. He, he sings and he goes ba 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 ba. That, that's him singing. I thought that was fucking so funny when he did that. Yeah, he. It's
1: a, it's a good. I mean, when you take everything out of context, it sounds horrible, right? And the yeah. way that they're doing it in the court, it sounds horrible. It sounds like he's an evil genius trying to. Uh, belittle a child who's handicapped and wishes he was dead but that's not what it is the kid was famous the kid was on every <clears> magazine <throat> he was talked about on the news constantly he was in everything he went to rome or wherever it was that he sang for the
0: pope the vatican he was everywhere
1: yeah. man he was everywhere. And that's
0: so when again that's the the irony of it is that? That's what the joke was about. Celebrities. Why, can't Why can't we, we make, make fun, fun of, of these
1: people that are at the hierarchy of our social whatever? Right. We put them on a pedestal. And
0: again, ironically, Which is what you know, comedians I, are supposed I, I, I'm not... to do
1: take down the hierarchy, take that da- like you're supposed to question things that we've put out in society yeah. and make
0: fun and of he, them. Again, and he again, like he gotten in trouble. He had gotten in trouble before for for making a joke that included a missing child. Right? But the joke was about Revenu Quebec, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was another story. People sticking out his his thing. Yeah, that was another another story. But the point I'm trying to make is that the irony of it is that it's (laughs) so (laughs) clever. Mike's approach, like he's known as this dirty comedian and he pushes the envelope, but both jokes, the premise of the joke, the the social social, uh, discourse that he was trying to embark on, is ultimately, say, missed because he got in trouble for actually doing that, which is the point he was trying to make. Why is it we get in trouble for this? And again, I can't speak for all disabled people, but I think one of the goals of many disabled people is to, I just want to be treated like everybody else. Why does everybody have to treat me like, stare at me and whatever? I just want to be like everybody else. Well, fuck, you just were like everybody. You were in the same joke thread as Céline Dion and Ginette Renault, Chris, be happy. That's with, a pretty good, you know, yeah, there
1: you go. That is a good way of looking at it. These are you're two put up on very a, famous yeah, you're on a, singers. Yeah, yeah, very successful, famous singers. So to be put up on the same level as them isn't insulting at all. It's actually, I mean, I think the way that, I, anyways, I don't want to comment on all of that, but I think it's just, it's, it definitely is frustrating to see because we need this to... Like, he has to win. Otherwise, literally anybody can sue any comedian for anything that hurt their feelings. Uh, you know, you can now just use that as an example. Any celebrity, that anybody it... can use that. You know, like, yeah. if you make a joke about the prime minister, you make a joke about anybody specific, and you say their name, you can now just get sued, which is crazy. You're a, this you're, case, you're a have, figure.
0: like, the perfect... This case have like the perfect storm from both sides because on our side, on Mike's side, uh, we need to be able to speak about n'importe quoi as long as the intention isn't hateful and violent. Right. See, um, But
1: exciting, uh, on their
0: man. side, for society to try to get people on our side for it, it's difficult because now they're pointing out not just that he was disabled, but that he was a child right the child part is really we have to protect the innocence of our children and that so you're listening to it in court and the justices the supreme court justice are saying that it's not just that he's disabled it's that he's a child why should a child have to see wait till he's an adult to have to put up with these you know the the social commentary that you're making blah 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 i see and it's but to show you what a hero mike is for our people for our business uh the initial uh, lawsuit was seventy thousand uh, dollars to defend to defend in that first case that was in front of the tribunal um, uh, the droit de la personne, whatever the human rights human rights uh, tribunal, tribunal yeah. here in Quebec. Um, it was seventy thousand dollar. Mike spent more than seventy thousand dollar defending himself against against that first wave, yeah. and then so they they granted. $35,000 to Jeremy from that they granted 30 after he spent more than 70 to defend they granted granted 35,000 to Jeremy and 7,000 to his mother for damages, pain and suffering, whatever he appealed that the court of appeal of Quebec. Uh, they got rid of the 7,000 for the mother, but upheld the 35,000 for, um, for, uh, Jeremy, um, so you can imagine, it cost him more than 70000 I don't want to get, it's not my, it's his business, so I don't want to get into it. But more than 70000 for the first part, you can imagine that it was probably approximately the same for the Court of Appeal. And then they upheld that, and he took it to the Supreme Court of Canada. So the amount of money that Mike has paid to avoid paying $70,000. Like, it would have been easier for him to just, la merde, let's just be done with it. No, but he's fighting on behalf of all of us. Yeah, because us if he did that... And you, and you, and everybody for the right to speak freely right. and push new ideas forward. Uh, it could... Uh, uh, Mike is the sweetest guy too. like, had he have known, like, even the woman, when I, w- I went to the courthouse for the first at uh, the, the Human Rights Tribunal, the mother was like, um you know we asked him to stop and he didn't because that was my thing i always said mike is so sweet if he knew that he had injured somebody yeah. mike probably would have showed up at the schoolyard yeah. and looked for anybody that was bullying yeah, jeremy the first, on first the thing and be would like, been like hey i'm not a parent i can beat your mike is a nice guy but she said we asked him to stop and he wouldn't stop she they asked him to stop after they filed the lawsuit yeah. to try to like their lawyer probably said you should probably reach out and you know you've sued the guy why would he stop now you're trying to get money from it
1: yeah so, and it, and it, and yeah and it was the mother attacking <laughs> going after her. it's not like the kid it's when you see, it's hard cuz we see it like we saw from the start and you see the mother's after some fucking coin you know so it's like yeah. You can't bend at that shit because you can tell and when somebody's people that coming just, for yeah. you for money or if they're real, you know what I mean? like. And Mike is the type of person, like you're saying, if you seriously went to him or contacted him, he would be the first person, I have no doubt, to stop, you know, and to not do Stop
0: it. or at least address it, and, like say yeah, something in the media like that, dude, it makes, I've it that I've heard that I've heard. i kills me just I've to see Jeremy. what he's going through
1: because I know what type of person he is and i know he's a great dude and he's never meant to harm anybody so to see somebody uh have to go through that it's pretty tough and uh i get the kid had a a shit time probably and that's why i'm saying like it's just a bad scenario in the sense that first of all the kid is famous so it's a comedian's job to go after anybody that's famous if you didn't want uh the kid to get exposed to that don't Don't put them in the public eye. I know people don't agree with that. I don't care. Uh, I I guarantee you. There's so many people that made fun of Justin Bieber and they're not in jail or they're not fined and they're not paying thousands of dollars to go to court. Uh, There's so many people that have made fun of Greta Thunberg. Uh, There's so many people made fun of uh, the kids from the the school shooting that went out to now they're, you know, environmentalists or gun control. You know, they're trying to stop uh, lobby against guns there's so many people that have made fun of younger uh, human beings on this planet. But it, when you're in the yeah. public eye, that's what it is. You have to understand that when you put yourself there, the same like you and me, man, like, dude, I've, I've, <laughs> there's been times where like, you're like, <laughs> you're like, man, people are so mean. And I'm, I'm like, dude, that's just, you're in the public eye. You got to fucking just let shit roll. What do you got? Uh, are you getting
0: a? Uh, he wants producer? to print something. Just... Yeah. No. <laughs> in the
1: middle of a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's printing out a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> and what, why do I?
0: Why am I so fucking unsuccessful that I still have a dot matrix printer in your fucking <laughs> middle scenario? <laughs>
1: uh...
0: <laughs> no, but you, you, uh, you're absolutely right, Abdul. It's, uh, it's. But, again, it's the perfect storm, disabled and child. It's a, uh, it's,
1: look, it's a sad st- It's like, you know, one of those stories where, like, somebody gets hit by a car because uh, they stopped to help a, you know, there's, like, that woman in, in Shattagy stopped to help ducks cross the street. She stopped right. her car in the middle of the fucking road, and a motorcycle ran right into her car, and the motorcycle driver died, and now she's being charged as, uh, like, a fucking murderer, basically.
0: Sir? time she yeah, served time dude, it's in jail
1: totally like it's just one of those scenarios where like the person that committed a crime or if you're going to call it that isn't a criminal you know so you're going yeah. after there's so many people that are yeah. really causing harm in this in this world that you're not even looking at and you it's, you're going it's after like people logic
0: doesn't do so many good things it's like logic doesn't mean anything anymore. Because no. like, that case too, to me, it's not what you're doing. It was a terrible, tragic accident, but it was an accident. Yeah. But again, just to finish off with the, the, the mic thing. Um, on s'entend that the kid, again, gained fame, okay? But he looked different and uh, he's hard of hearing. Uh, 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 really, you're going to tell me that he got bullied in the schoolyard in grade three or four? because of mike ward like these fucking asshole kids yeah, nine four ten year old, four old yeah, kid yeah watching mike wouldn't Ward's have found a way special to bully him on their own to try to knock him down not to peg. mention dude
1: how many 10 year olds how many 10 year olds are watching mike ward special to begin with to know that he's making fun exactly. of the kid you know what i mean like it's that's, all sounds like bullshit. The other. it just sounds like all of it is bullshit he shouldn't fucking even be in this position right now uh no. you know if they, they would have just called him from the start I guarantee you, none of this would have been a big deal, but when you go after somebody specifically because you're just like, I want money, then you know, here we lay. This is it. You know, and And you're coming uh, after all the comedy for at at the end of the day. And
0: the highest, the highest court in the land now is going to judge whether or not we can or can't do that. It's literally an impossible task.
1: It's so black and white and simple. It's like if you're gonna, if he's guilty, then you go back and fucking find every tape of every every single late-night host, every person on the planet that made fun of Justin Bieber. And that kid doesn't even need to fucking sing an octave or whatever. He doesn't need to hit a note again in his life. He, he'd be able to serve the well, planet. Everybody made fun of that kid relentlessly. Here's two
0: points I want to make. First of all, when, when I was watching the Supreme Court hearing, I could you could tell that some of the justices were already – they, they, their mind was already made up, or at least they were leaning toward one you can way. You kind of sense right. where they're
1: leaning, yeah, based off their, yeah, the way
0: they talk. Yeah. So, as, as it was happening, though, I'm tweeting, like, well, fuck, there goes, see, 50 years worth of Helen Keller jokes, uh, let's see, Christopher Reeve jokes, uh, yeah. uh, Webster, say Webster, there's, you know, like what, um, if you think about delirious Eddie Murphy had Webster joke he had homosexual joke see but it's the fact that he's a kid and disabled so that's that that's one point I, that was a tweet that I put like you know uh uh Helen Keller and Christopher Reeve and um the deaf actress there what's her name hmm. uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Marley Matlin Marley Matlin so there goes all those jokes see yeah. uh Terry Fox there's another joke you'd see another but the and the the, the second point is, um, I forget what the second point is. I made such a good point on the first one. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's just it's a it's a crazy situation, man. To see all yeah this continuously so, going on and all the way to the Supreme Court, uh, it's nuts. It's just nuts because yeah, this is you know can it, the law like it's a law. I don't think people understand because they just go yeah. He made fun of a disabled kid. He should pay. But it's not a question of he should pay. If he has to pay, that means every one of us will have to pay from now on. Because
0: yeah, you gets set ready a ready for a lot of weather jokes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Making- just, it doesn't make any sense. It's just like we're living in a bizarro world where, uh, you know, uh, people are, uh, corporations are poisoning the planet, the same country that's taking, uh, you know, a guy... Uh, to court over a fucking joke you know all
0: oh, right that was like, that they was they can my go after was, fucking anyone like the, mike ward a comedian trying to push a new idea or question the social fabric and the social norms but yet the president of the united states yeah. who garnered more than 70 million votes in the last election in the last campaign yeah remember they made there was the, the yeah reporter made cerebral palsy Journalists, where Donald Trump's like, oh, and they ask me, of course, uh, "That's the president of the United States." Yeah. Fucking Scott free, seventy yeah. million people still support yeah. him. But Mike Ward, yeah. a comedian, a top who does notch,
1: a lot very smart, high comedian, disabled, and does a lot for charities. Who does more than like any I, anyone I know? Uh, it's crazy. It that's I think that's yeah. the thing. That's what kills me to see because it's insane. It's like the one person who yeah. does more than anybody to help out people is being bullied by our fucking Supreme Court. It's, yeah. it's bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. And then meanwhile, so, corporations could do whatever the fuck they want, mine and take and uh, take the water and just fucking sell it and not pay the country for anything. Nobody's looking. We're yeah. all looking the other way. Uh, fucking, you know, uh, money laundering coming in from uh, other countries and drugs and fentanyl crisis that they're causing in Vancouver and fucking real First estate Nations, prices.
0: First Nations Everything people that we don't, are Nobody's doing shit, fuck.
1: right? But a guy telling a fucking joke and the Supreme Court yeah. has to sit down and listen to this. Are you fucking kidding me? You have so many other issues in this country that are affecting thousands of people in one swoop and, and you're, and you're going to sit there and try and show us that you actually give a shit about one kid. That's what you're trying No, You're just, you're doing your job. You're getting your paycheck. But if you really wanted to fucking do something, there's a ton of shit in this country that needs to get fucking cleaned up, you know? So that's, it's just, it's, it's insane to see. It's crazy that comedy is at the fucking Supreme court in this country
0: hopefully wow. it, hopefully you know it's still the it could take up to a year for them to make a decision so fingers crossed that uh, things go mike's way and what when i say in you know goes mike's way goes the way for all of us yeah. anybody who uh, wants to make a living speaking their mind in public uh this is a huge huge case this is it's huge it's huge for all of us uh and yeah, mike it, has had to yeah. bear the brunt of the whole fight yeah. himself Financially and emotionally. Mike went through a good nine month where he was his mental health was very, very precarious, let's say. Uh, And I felt so terrible for him. And in that time, just to show you how what kind of fucked up people comedian are, Mike going through quasi depression decides to go vegan at the same time. I'm like, dude, why are you fucking making extra challenges for yourself? (laughs) What the fuck? Have some bacon (laughs) tabernacle. Uh, yeah. But again, it got him thinking: Am I a bad person? Am I yeah, am I a bad person for doing himself. this? Yeah. So he, the vegan thing, I think was a, a progression to like, you know, what I want to yeah. I want to be a I'm a good person, and didn't the vegan thing animals animals. maybe was his way of <laughs> yeah, it was saying, you know, we're terrible to animals. So yeah, like, he's that good of a person. Like, put it this way: this yeah. lawsuit. <laughs> as frivolous as we might think it is and everything, it, it, Mike didn't take it like, fuck that kid. He he thought about it, he took it yeah. to heart. Like, oh my God, why are people thinking that I'm a bad person? I'm so not a bad person. I was trying to figure out something in society that is a truth and I'm questioning that truth and then throwing out jokes in at the same time. Like there's, Dave Chappelle does that a lot. And most recently he did, you know, he's done a few shows at his ranch or whatever, at his farm. Yeah. And uh, there was one that I, he put, he released the clip. Uh, dude, like it's, uh, I think it's 20 minutes. There's like two little, because he can't, he's Dave Chappelle, he can't help but be somewhat funny. But the, it was 20 minutes of not jokes at all. He was f- enraged at the police violence situation. Um, but again, like but riveting, riveting, there was no jokes. It was, it was talking, but it, it, I couldn't look away. It was so upsetting and, um, uh, anyway, so these people are important. They're important to, to bring up ideas that, that need to be addressed. I mean, this particular case, like, why can't we make fun of disabled kid? I think we all know the answer, but it's still an interesting question as to The hypocrisy of what it is like It's that people in regular life in the privacy of, you know, uh, the hockey changing room, say a bunch of guys standing around going to tell me there's not inappropriate things there that would be deemed inappropriate in modern general society. But But in that context, it's okay.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think (laughs) what they're doing is they're they're putting it in, in the sense of because he's saying this to a lot of people this is being spread to a lot of people. It's almost like the way they're looking at it and they're playing it, it's dirty. It's like, you're trying to make him look like an evil genius. Like he just was like, I'm going to put this joke on a special. So hundreds of thousands of people can see this and bully this child and make fun of the kid for his disability. It's like, it's a joke on an album that got a laugh. It got a laugh because it was funny. So you can't again, tell anybody that it's not right if it got a laugh. You're allowed to do what gets a laugh, you know? Right. And if you didn't get a laugh, you could still do it because you still have to try it, but you wouldn't have put it on a special. You would have tried it. It didn't work and you would have left it and you would never have done it again. But it worked because people felt very similar in the, to what he wanted, what he said. So you can't... Right there, it's like public opinion. You can't the ju- the the court has not no say in my opinion when they see this because w- the real court is people. And he did right. it in a full room of people, and they all thought it was hilarious. And right there, that's where it, it
0: lays. You can't do anything. One hundred and thirty thousand people. That's the thing with a joke, right? The the if it wasn't funny, he would have dropped it from his act. Yeah. That's if so. But there's one hundred thirty thousand people. people that came. And if they, you know, if they don't, anyway, it's
1: things, the, ultimately
0: yeah. the case they they measured out, they laid out the case. It's the which one is more important, which one is the has the higher social value and legal value is freedom of expression versus the the individual dignity, yeah, right
1: to dignity, the uh, right to dignity, right to dignity,
0: yeah, yeah, Fucking... <laughs>
1: Anyways, it's just a, it's a very in- crazy thing to see in our fucking society right now uh in this country especially uh, every single comedian is like out of work and has uh you know you're basically it's like you're pounding us down you're basically saying you can't work right now and you know what when you can get back to work it's gonna be fucking dicey out there for you to to come up with shit without maybe hurting somebody you know?
0: That's it. There's going to be 15,000 comedians that have nothing but COVID-19 jokes. That's That's the only thing that's safe to joke about. Everybody hates COVID-19. If you want
1: Mike Ward to lose, that's all you're going to fucking get, you assholes.
0: (laughs) Just fucking the rest of this (laughs)
1: country's comedians just giving you the same bullshit premise. We'll just keep doing... That's what everybody should do. Just fucking...
0: It's 2021. Who knows? There's going to be a fucking microbiologist that said, Hey, there's a virus. I just got a a motion filed by this virus that uh, we shouldn't (laughs) be talking so badly about it. Where's my right (laughs) to dignity? I'm just a creature living here. (laughs) Uh, Just
1: bacteria. Let me live. Let me live. They're trying to kill me. Yeah, buddy. What are you going to do? It's uh it's it's definitely on top of everything that's happening right now. I think it's just crazy to see all of this. The world is fucking heading uh did I send yeah. you that video of well, I guess we should probably get lighter. We should get. We should probably laugh more than get so
0: serious. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Seriously, but anyway, to, get to down do the road move of on. comedy instead of. The... If you're a fan of comedy, uh, please send out good energy to the universe that the, the this case goes Mike Ward's way and the and the way of free speech and and comedy in general. Um, also, we're maybe all just pulling write for you, MP. Mike.
1: You can write your MP also. Yeah, you write your MP and let them know what you think. If the Supreme Court should have any say in this at all. Because if enough people start writing their MPs, they'll have to bring it up and they'll have to talk about it and they'll have to decide whether or not these are things we should be fucking hearing in, in the Supreme Court or in any, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me that it even Quebec, I, I don't understand. And then, and then on the other hand, you got Francois Legault, the premier of Quebec, keeps fucking saying uh, all he wants about freedom of speech. You can't, he's defending a professor for using uh, the N word in, in <clears throat> university in class right and and you know we keep saying well you're allowed the right to, to freedom of expression you have to be able to discuss things and talk you can't you can't you know and then but your fucking supreme your court your province's highest court is is you know now in front of the supreme court against one human being you're you're, yeah. you're taking a person down like that for I don't get it and you're trying to champion freedom of speech the first person you should be standing in front of is Mike Ward. That's who we should be standing in front of. And when he always fights for his fucking freedom of speech, Francois Legault, it's always for shit that has to do with race. It's always like when there was there were a lot of things. Uh, there's I think in Paris, the last thing that happened in France with the Muslims, again, he was like, well, no, we have to have freedom of expression. We can't just because it's like, yeah, well, dude,
0: Charlie dude Abdul, I yeah, fucking yeah, agree
1: Abdul. with you 100%. But you can't go you can't be in favor of it on one side and then the other side you have no opinion and you don't even talk about it i'd love to hear him say something about this because he is the premier of this province of quebec and he could do something i figure, i don't know maybe he can't anymore but it would be great to hear his stance on that since he's so gung-ho about fucking freedom of speech all the time and again i mean that's another thing too with like i don't know we should get fucking funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and another thing. Let me tell you. Um,
0: no. Did you, uh, on a, on a, another freedom of expression oh, no. comedian, did you hear, uh, yeah, but... do, you watch, do you ever watch Tout uh, le monde en parle? Ben oui, là, des
1: fois je check
0: ça. So uh, Danny Turcotte, who was kind of like the Ed McMahon for the... Tout le monde en parle. For the on Tuulmona Napal which is a, it's a, like a panel show, a show that show-ish. airs every oh, yeah. Sunday. It's the most watched television show in Quebec. Yeah. Uh but it's a it's a chat show, panel show. It's not quite the Tonight Show. It's not quite what's that British guy that has the great chat show?
1: Uh, I guess it's kind of like uh, Bill Maher, but not a comedian hosting it.
0: Right, right? It, they like he, a you know, it can't be panel. funny. They... Danny Chukot was like Danny cut was the comic relief. So, uh, if you, I don't know if you followed uh, internationally, the, it, here in Montreal, there was a thing where a police officer was attacked and they wrongfully arrested uh, a man, uh, a black man, yeah. uh, for the crime. He held him in jail for six days before they realized, oh shit, we have camera footage and it's clearly not him that did it. He's still sitting in his car. Yeah, um, but they treated him. Imagine
1: he's yeah. accused of
0: attacking a police officer you can imagine that his arrest didn't go super fucking gently yeah. see yeah uh, anyway so he went on to about to talk about the whole oh, no and uh, the, the whole thing and then at the end so Danny Tsukot always has a joke at the end of the serious discussion he has a joke question or something to you know lighten the air yeah. and so initially so this man uh, mr kamara Cam- uh, i believe yeah. is his name uh, initially he had been pulled over Uh, for suspected being suspected of speaking on his telephone by this officer Singh, uh, who was the, the officer that gave him a ticket, gave him like a $400 ticket for talking on his cell phone while driving. Um, then that officer got attacked by somebody. His gun was stolen. They still haven't found his gun, the police officer's gun. And, um, so, uh, you know, Kamara, Mr. Kamara is the one that called the police to say, holy shit, this policeman just got attacked. Police showed up, said, OK, thank you for calling. You can go now. It's cool. We're going to try to find our fellow officer and see what's up. By the time he drove home, they had fucking 20 police cars waiting for him at home and arrested him for that crime that he had called the police to say there was a crime happening. Right. As if you're going to beat the shit out of somebody wow. be like, quick, come. I'm going to be. Yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Wow, anyway, crazy. so he goes on the panel show to discuss the whole ordeal with the Tout le monde en And at the end of the, the interview, then Turcotte, I think it, he writes them on a card, or maybe he just said it. Yeah, he said, The moral to this story is like, are you ever going to talk on your cell phone while driving again? <laughs> <went> fucking nuts. <laughs> right? It's also COVID, so it's all Zoom. There's no live studio yeah, audience yeah. anymore. But people fucking lost it on him. Death threats, how could you fucking say really? that? This is a real and he quit. Seventeen years. He's been the are sidekick you on the fucking quit. People just went at him. He's like, for a while now, through this COVID, no audience. I don't I it's hard to you know, no audience. It's hard to feel if your jokes are hidden, yeah. right? It's
1: like yeah, I do
0: yeah. show. I beg the people, please keep your camera on and your audio your microphone live so I can hear if the jokes are hitting or not. Yeah. He's got to do this every night yeah.
1: every talking a week, to yeah.
0: serious issues and try to be, you know, the the, Fuzhouap, I, laughed, the I thought
1: that was hilarious. Jester.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny. And they even shared because he was getting so much hate. Danny Chukot felt Because, again, he's a nice man. He's just a yes. comedian trying to... And with no live audience, you don't know if the jokes are hitting or not. Anyway, he got so much hate, so he made sure to text Mr. Kamara and say, Ikut I hope you know that I didn't mean to hurt you. It was just a joke. I was trying to make a light of the, yeah, the, yeah. the situation. And the, Mr. Kamara answered, no, no, I didn't take it personally yeah. at all. It's no problem. Danny cut had to post that screenshot of that text to tell everybody, whoa, the guy that you fucking yeah, you're fucking wanting yeah. to see me his honor he's fine with it could everybody chill out so Danny took just said fuck it it's too hard in covid with no audience telling me if the jokes are good or not i just feel like i don't know what i'm doing and i'm just constantly worried everyone i say i'm worried about getting in shit we're not heading down down the right path yeah no
1: we're not heading down the right path and especially for entertainment comedy wise like dude i felt it after the first like couple months with covid and just like i remember doing a spot at the nest and I just like I kind of wrote something about or I think I I said something about the fact you can feel the tension like from people like with COVID because everyone's affected in their own way. So you don't know how they're affected and you could just say one joke about something, but it's going to affect them no matter what. Somebody's going to be affected because we're all going through uh, a fucking struggle right now. So it's it's very hard for comedy. You know, like I, I just fucking said a joke about I think the restaurants. And fucking everyone got, like, people were just like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, okay, uh, you know?
1: And it was just like, you know, I'm like, yeah, right. the great restaurants, I'm totally, we got to save them. But we could fucking lose a few moxies or, you know, like, yeah, so, like we don't need all those fucking stores with a great every decor. neighborhood
0: need a Belle Provence? Yeah, you them? know, like... <laughs>
1: It's like – and but people were – the restaurants, you know, they're struggling. It's like, yeah, I get it. They're struggling. But we got to laugh at something. I mean, what do you – we're all struggling. We have to laugh. Like, I know. It's like like when
0: we make fun of something. People think like if we make fun of something, we automatically hate it or something like like that.
1: We honestly – a lot of times you make fun of things. Yes, okay, because it frustrates you. But a lot of times because you're like – you're trying to bring light to a situation that everyone's miserable about, you know? Right. So you're trying to find the funny to get people to laugh at stuff. You're not trying to make people cry. So like, I I mean, it's funny to me that there's a lot of shitty restaurants that have lasted this long. I've said it before COVID, you know, it's like (laughs) a lot of these restaurants are just a fancy decor and people go like, I like the ambiance. The food is shit, but you're like, yeah, the ambiance is nice. But You know, so it's like to me, I think that's funny because I'm like, all right, finally, we can fucking lose the ambiance restaurants. Like, can we just focus on the ones that actually make good food? But people just, yeah, it's just a it's a weird
0: time. You bring up you bring up a really good point that people jump the gun, jump to the conclusion that because we make a joke about something means we hate it or something. People should, the whole world should sit in the back seat of a car when you and I are on a road trip. It's just six hours of, you're a fucking faggot. Oh, you're fucking, let <laughs> <laughs> <Fash, laughs> yeah. see. Uh, we, yeah.
1: We, yeah. What, else, uh,
0: fucking, we what just... are we going to have today? No More fish cakes, you fucking <laughs> halal eating piece of shit. <laughs> I remember I ordered, uh, we ordered... But we love each yeah. other. We're, you're calling me a fucking lazy alcoholic all the time. I'm calling Dude, you a it's, fucking keener like, think... scaredy cat.
1: And I think that's why I think ultimately that's why people do enjoy uh, comedy podcasts because you get to sit in on what comedians are saying. When I don't know if to me it's like you know you're you don't have to worry about it, right? We're not we're not here to fucking judge, you know. But I hate how now people just cut and paste things and they're like, well, look at what they said, you know, like right. It's just
0: it's and again let me uh, just defend myself here because
1: oh you better defend
0: yourself. I was. I was uh, I was uh, reconstructing, recreating me and Abdul in a car. If I I call Abdul a faggot, it's usually it, you that would say faggot. it's not a. No. I'm not. It's not a hate for gay people or anything. It's just something that guys, when they're together, will say, Well, you know, like, it's cool, can I close the window? Oh, shut up, you faggot. It's just a thing that guys say to each other. I'm not saying that th- that word should be used. I'm not defending it. I don't know why I'm so scared all the time, because I guess, because, because what, what we were just talking we about just earlier. About
1: I don't mean shit. to
0: offend it. <laughs> it's not okay. That word is not okay. That word does have some power behind it, but two guys sitting in the car, it loses a little bit of its power when, you know, I, I fucking and have dinner with him and his wife and it's not a gay thing it's just something you say to a guy to try to belittle him it
1: would, but i love him and i love
0: sex. gay people i, I love gay people so much i might let you have sex with me that's how much i love gay people so it's not i didn't mean to be insensitive by using that word is what yeah, i'm you saying would love it um
1: i uh <laughs> i know, just
0: uh, i've had sex with enough guys to know that i'm not gay <laughs> uh,
1: maybe you just haven't found the right one buddy maybe you're you gotta right get mr up there Wright, and keep looking.
0: Maybe mr Wright is out keep there looking, yeah
1: mr Wright might be there for you what i wonder what Derek the, at uh, segay.com <laughs> if
0: you have if you have a, a good sales pitch for why i should give it another shot
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh it's funny how people just take things way too serious and we lost and i think covid is uh is killing people's brains with everything like i said i think it every it's everyone's affected in some way but yeah doing the zoom shows must be crazy to like like, the, like what Danny Turkot is saying, basically the same thing. Like you have no reference. You do
0: 16, you no 16 years of doing your job yeah. in front of a live audience. Yeah. And then you're expected to perform at the same level yeah. with fucking nobody there. Yeah. Four camera guys. See? Uh,
1: yeah, it's definitely different. It,
0: it's off-putting. That's why a lot of comedians have not been able to uh, transition into the Zoom world of comedy. Yeah and that, which is i've done enough basically i mean i had no choice i have to provide for my family so i got through it but now i've got done enough of them that i am able to coach whatever the group is i do my own shows where i'm in full control Let's say i'm the Panderrick shows i've done eight of them the last one being i think the most successful one of all of the ones i've done we had close to 400 people on the last yeah. Panderrick show but i'm in control i i decide how many zoom people are there and the rest are going to watch via youtube Uh, but the Zoom, this time I had 40, approximately 40 people that, and at the beginning of the show, I'm like, please keep your camera on, please keep your audio on unless you have a dog barking in the background. All things that you learn by doing many of them. Keeping your, like I want them to keep their mic on, but I also let them know if your husband is grinding a fucking, you know, like stripping a table with a sander, maybe you can mute your fucking audio, but otherwise I need the feedback. I need, you know, you you 40 people, you 40 people are helping me, helping guide me which trajectory to take joke-wise for 400 people. So I need you 40 people to to li- to be there, to, I want to see you, I want to see you smiling, I want to hear you laughing, or I want to see your disapproval. Like, no, we really are not in the mood for, you're really not pulling off this, uh see, Jeremy joke or whatever the joke might be, see? Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it, is, it has to be hard for a guy like that you know, it's, it's a strange it's time a good, the number one show he's the number two guy on the number one show in Quebec and he had to walk away because people are just you know he time. he can't tell if what he's saying is being taken the way that it's meant well, and just, it's meant to be just a joke
1: I mean even the fact of like we're talking about with uh, Legault standing up for like uh, professors teachers using the n-word in class to it because it's in their studies like to me i get why...
0: to clarify we have to clarify some of these things abdul he didn't just fucking the, the professor didn't walk in and look at a black guy sorry sorry that's not what he did at he all." Was
1: he talking was talking about, about the, the
0: professor
1: right go ahead
0: yeah the word he yeah. was he was literally talking about the word yeah. and the effect that it had the power that it had yeah. but in speaking about it he said the word yeah. and people lost their minds and it's like to me it, if he's he if he's not saying it to offend or hurt people, you're
1: ad- using it to educate.
0: It's okay. Yeah, you're using the I mean, word. To to me it's educate. a clear. It's a clear thing. There can't be anything like in comedy or in university, especially. This is where we're teaching people how to think progressively, yes. how to advance thought. Yes. Uh, it's a no brainer. Not to but mention, people have, people have strong opinions about it. It's in the dictionary. Yeah.
1: You can I don't to me I can't fathom the fact that people say you can't say any words even though they're in the dictionary. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? And Pretend the word is not in the dictionary? It's a word, okay? All these words are there. You don't use a word to make somebody if you're using the word in its negative uh, connotation, terrible. Right. But if you're using yeah. it because you're describing something that it happened in history, and you're talking to educate people, to let them know this is what happened in the past. This is how people learn and move forward. Otherwise, you repeat the same mistakes.
0: So you much like, to... much like,
1: and you have much
0: to... like Mike's case. Yeah. Mike's yeah. case, yeah. right? Is the irony is that people got upset about the actual concept. Like the professor was saying, this word is horrible, and it makes people feel such terrible yeah, they're things. Forgetting
1: the context of what, you, know, <laughs> and, you just can't say the word. People Wait, proved what? the point.
0: He said the word they felt so terrible that they want the guy fired. See,
1: how do you do your uh, job? Like, it, that's the thing, too, that it starts to get crazy. Is like I get I feel for a teacher now because it's like comedy where you you have to watch things that you say. And it's like that's part of your job, though. You're supposed to say things that are in the English or in the French or in the dictionary, in history, uh, yeah. world, you know, whatever you're teaching. You're That's your job. Is you're supposed to there, do that? So it's like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, to me, none of this makes sense. It, 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 all of this is just crazy. The way that people just... There's
0: video, there's video of the exact same off. thing happening in a high school in America, in the States. Yeah. So a high school teacher said, you know, it's a, you know, sociology class or a history class, perhaps the teacher said it again, in that context He's like, like the word. And I can't say it. like it, it, it is such a strong word that... like terrible that but I can say facts, but I can't say the N-word. Teacher. It's terrible. Like somebody on the but, street saying, but, yeah. But here's the thing. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> uh, I don't have that much gray matter to hang on to these things without <laughs> being interrupted. It's crazy. Uh, so the teacher said it, again, in a context that was this word, and he says the N-word, uh, has so much power, and it's upset. And this kid stood up. He's like, motherfucker, you don't ever fucking say that. I'll fucking kill you if you ever say that word again. And the guy's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. He just said it. He didn't say it to anybody. He just said, this word is very powerful and it's uh, rooted in history as a terrible, aggressive, violent word. And this kid just stood up and started swearing at his teacher. Like People feel very strongly about this word.
1: Yeah, but again, is it a <laughs> question again this is of that? a
0: classroom, it's a kid, it's a 17-year-old kid, yeah, it's, there you you go. Know, there's it, a million things.
1: Is it that people feel, I mean, yes, people feel strongly about this word, uh, but uh, is it a thing that it's now because it's almost like you're held at a higher status if you're someone who tells people what they cannot say because it it hurts other people or You know, it's like now we're all looking to like knock everyone down and you're a hero if you could take them down. You know, it's it's we're in a different world now where you used to like I don't know. Now it's like it seems like if you could take take down somebody, you're uh, you're being applauded. You know, so it feels like that's I mean, why would a kid do that? Why would a kid get up and be like, cause a huge scene over this?
0: Because it's very upsetting to hear those words roll off of a dude, white person's we, lips for, dude, certain, we, for certain people. We were
1: shooting, I don't know, man. I, I, again, yes, of course, I agree. But this one person, I would like to know. I have to I
0: say agree. that word, it hurts me. It's no, funny. I get it. We're desensitized. When I hear a black person say it, it, doesn't, it barely affects me at all.
1: Yeah. Will, but to
0: hear a white person say it, even in a friendly, kind, explanatory yeah. context, I, I got it. It is a powerful word. But the, again, in comedy, there's people say you can never make jokes about this. You can never make jokes about rape. You can never make jokes about dead babies or whatever. You, I disagree with all of that. And I disagree that you can't say the N word. Um, but I'm I'm in not context. as brave as some people because I wrote a joke once. I wrote a joke up one time about Eminem is an Eminem joke. It was early on in my career. And it was how the Eminem. The rapper. The, the the rapper okay that he have like you know like black Andy rappers rap. will come on as guests like they'll do duets or whatever there'll be a, a a black artist on an Eminem album but the black rapper will say the n-word and Eminem would never think about saying the n-word right, right? even if it was like that guy calls himself an n-word yeah, you know it's yeah, not yeah. like he's quoting somebody else yeah. he would still never fucking do it like and then i got up to tell the joke in the joke that i wrote i needed to say the word and I was on stage at the comedy works and I went, that's and crazy. so Eminem has a black rapper on and he says, and I, I got to that point and he says, and I fucking froze. I'm looking at, you know, 75 people and I went in the joke I'd written, I had to say it. And I, what the fuck? I can't say it. I couldn't say it in front of a mixed group of people. And that's my own cowardice, my own, you know, maybe it would have been a shit storm after, but it, my intention as I wrote the joke, the intention wasn't, it was just like a Mike Ward questioning why is this rule exist? Yeah. But I still, I still understood I mean,
1: that is, It is funny, the too. The
0: underlying principle because... of the rule is that someone that looks like this yeah. just can't say it. And that's just, that's just, I accept that as my reality.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. I, I just, I, I, I was thinking about it too because of the fact that, like, I mean, obviously it's said with a different, uh, you know in a different pronunciation when it's in rap music but i was thinking about that too how it's hilarious how like rap songs have say the n word so much and then like yeah. what do like is anyone and allowed dave to Chappelle, sing along like you
0: watch dave Chappelle, like, he says it a lot
1: i know but like is anyone allowed to sing along to anymore like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense like you're people used to sing along to music and now you are You're filling it with words that nobody's allowed to sing along to. It's like, I don't understand. Like, what are we doing to ourselves here? Like, it doesn't make any sense.
0: It's funny, too. Like, because the word, for instance, the word Negro. Yeah, it's uh,
1: totally like Mexico. It's just black.
0: But like, I can say that I don't I didn't have a fucking shiver up my spine saying Negro for some reason. But it's just as. It's just as rooted in bigotry and
1: well, – and No, you know, it depends on what it is. It depends on how you're using the word. You know what I mean? Like in Mexico, that's – I mean if you just go to uh, – when I was in a uh, – It means black. Yeah, yeah it, it means black. You're, the things like I, in my neighborhood was all Mexican, El Salvadorian, like South American, my neighborhood in L.A. And yeah. any store you go to, anything that says black says negro on it. So you're yeah, like, yeah.
0: Like your car is, your car could be negative. Your T-shirt is negative. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't,
1: it doesn't make any sense to me because we're like, it, it is a Latin word, and and it, it's just that the word was changed to use in a negative way, and to educate people on that, so that you understand that any word can be taken and and yeah. used in a negative manner, but don't do that. But the word exists, and that's where the if... word came from, and this is the history behind the word. So, like, I, I
0: don't know. So, yeah, I wonder if the history world. of the word is some ignorant redneck couldn't pronounce negro properly or well, just I think they heard it and then mispronounced Negros it. And then at the start. it ended up being. That's
1: what it was, no? I mean, all those uh, old. Yeah, and, but movies
0: the, the bad word, the N word that we're talking about, I wonder if its evolution is
1: well, that's like the from. whatever. I'm pretty sure.
0: Like it's Negro and then some idiot hillbilly fucking mispronounced Negro. uh, Yeah. And it ended up being that word and it just caught on.
1: I would like to point out this is our Black History Month portion of the podcast. This is why we're talking about it today. It has nothing to do with anything else.
0: That works out well. That works out well. Anyway, (laughs) uh, to to wrap it up, Uh, wrap it up for me to wrap my my part up. uh, Watching that Dave Chappelle 20 minutes at his farm speaking about the police violence. Uh, And and the 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 plight of black people in the world, not just in North America, but in the the world North America, South America, the Caribbean. Um, He in that twenty minutes, the violent white guilt I was feeling. I feel so bad. And he at one point he says, uh, "You know, if you if you're with us, you know, like what I'll implore you to do is, uh, as white people." Uh, go out there and do something nice. Just any random act of niceness mm-hmm. for any black person you see. But the, and he said, and Dave says, Dave Chappelle said, uh, the important thing though in this in this exercise is that the black person that you're doing the nice thing for, they can't deserve it. Like don't <laughs> go up to the guy that runs the the after school program. Yeah, no, yeah. The, you see a, a black guy, a bro- <laughs> you see a brother. Uh, this is Dave. I'm quoting. I'm not trying to be cool here. <laughs> but you see a brother standing on the street corner selling crack fucking buy him an ice cream. You know what I mean? He's ruining. <laughs> he's ruining the neighborhood. He's ruining. Let's fucking just buy him an ice cream because, you know, yeah. the same and the logic is the same way that these innocent black people were stolen from their country, put yeah. to work, killed, raped, treated like garbage. They didn't deserve yeah, that. No, so do a nice thing for somebody who doesn't deserve being nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, And it's, and a fuck, of, yeah. dude. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Like my white guilt has made it so I would like to buy a fucking crack dealer uh, ice cream, you know. Well, what that I mean?
1: makes for a great. That's episode. how bad. Should, that's uh, how bad. That take bacon, no bacon on the road, and back. just find a crack dealer.
0: <laughs> just serving bacon. Just find. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, some black guy comes and in home invades me. Fucking yeah. hey, can I make you dinner? Can I make you some dinner? Yeah,
1: I can understand <laughs> people, and I can understand like in America, man. Fuck, dude, the black communities in America man are so marginalized it's unbelievable like when you see it like what well, they live through it's very you could see the cards like totally not in their favor at all any like minority right. neighborhoods in the in the United States Canada yes yeah, if
0: you're going we have if you're going huge, for the MVP of yes. racism and bigotry yes. the states could win but Canada Canada has got is, some uh...
1: heavy stuff too we hide it that's what i don't like we hide it and that's what bothers me when you try to hide like the words, you know, like you can't say this word or pretend it didn't exist, because that's where people don't learn. Like when I went to Halifax, and I was living there for a little bit, going around to all the I, I just love history. So I would go like on the weekends, I'd rent a car, I would drive to all these historical spots and like just read up stuff, look it out, check it out. I've never been. I'd love to see it. So I would go and see these things. And man, I read so many of these. Like, you go to so many of these uh, historical sites and you learn the history of how many uh, black people were m- m- fucking, dude, they had slaves in. Yeah, in what Canada. was it
0: called? Afro town? Afro. 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 Afrika- Af-
1: Af- Africville, Afrik- Afrik- I
0: think it is. Africville, something like that. Totally yeah. Afroville. Sure. There's a. Uh, Where they just, they just. Dude, there's. Get the fuck out. First of all, they were history. like we do to our. Like we do to our First Nations people. They were relegated. All the black people in the area were relegated to this one neighborhood. And like, okay, fine, we'll try to make the best of it, whatever. And then suddenly they decide, oh, we want to build a bridge. Get the fuck out. We're going to build a bridge and it lands right in the middle of where we made you live in the first place.
1: To specifically spread them out so they didn't congregate and make a strong community. They wanted to break them up so that their community would get broken up. And and that's ultimately what it... Canada has a huge, and we don't know nothing about it, but that's...
0: We don't teach it. It's but terrible. that's
1: it. That's the, that's the dangerous thing when you, when you start to pretend things didn't exist and you say you can't say a word or you can't talk about that time in history. We don't yeah. know and we don't learn. I didn't know any of that, dude. And when I started reading, I was like, wait, why are we not talking about this in Canada? I went it's to terrible. high school. I graduated history. I have... No recollection of black slaves in Canada, Nothing. you know, no. and they still won't talk about their slaves. They say uh, if, there were some nice, you know, landowners who let them live in a cabin on their land, and in return, right. they did work on their farm. But what is that, dude? That's if Canadian a Canadian
0: history teaches anything. If Canadian history teaches anything about that particular part of history or that particular subject is that Canadians were heroes Laura Secord helped <laughs> you know found the the underground railroad that's what we know but it's true our history and yet. even our current the current situation is there's still a lot of fucking bigoted yeah. Racist people uh, and our history throughout history. Johnny McDonald, I think, was a a slave owner at some point. And he was
1: like, he said some terrible things.
0: And and not just not just black people. Like, I think he owned owned Irish people as slaves was fucking.
1: I don't know the history on that, but that would be crazy. All of it is crazy.
0: And French Canadians were. It's a known thing that French Canadians were not full people. Like, it was a big deal when French Canadians were granted half of a vote. Like we could vote, but our vote only counted for one half. You needed a buddy to make one vote. Yeah. French Canadians were, I'm not trying to compare the Everybody all, we're that not. came
1: to this country was because what it was, was it was waves of other countries coming, right? You had Scotland, you had Ireland. Uh, no, sorry, you had Scotland. Oh, this
0: is before that though. This is before it, it was yeah, uh, but English and French at the beginning.
1: Uh, actually, the first people to land, if I'm not mistaken, were the Scottish in Canada. I could be. I. I don't. I, your silence has made me think was, I'm wrong, but was, no, because Fort Anne, I think
0: it is in Nova Jacques Scotia. Cartier, Jacques Cartier was. The... Uh, I. I.
1: I. I would love to look it up right now, but I. I would want to make. We should. I'll look it up properly well, the Vikings, next episode. I think
0: we know in Newfoundland. We know that the Vikings were there yeah. like a hundred years before Jacques Cartier ever came through.
1: Yeah, but it, there was. Uh, I was shocked too to find out that I think the Scots came were. If I'm not mistaken, at that particular point. Uh, the Scots,
0: as if the Scots could build a boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> that's the degree constant, of racism. Yeah, i it was a constant war like, between... oh, God, I can Make fun of Scottish people. But
1: yeah, because you're you're of whiteness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can because I, I get a pass. Anyone that's of color can <laughs> you make do. Fun you're of so anyone. lucky. I can make fun so of anyone lucky. except black people. But black yeah. people can make fun you of should... anyone. That's how the hierarchy right. works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. It's funny that you can't yeah. like, uh, you know, like it's funny uh, like I find it hilarious that like we limit who's allowed to make fun of what. Like now you can't yeah,
0: yeah. you can't do that. That's why that's, that's why Arthur Simeon is doing so well. Like he's African black. Like he can he can make fun of Martians if he wants to. <laughs> this guy is... <laughs> he's
1: untouchable.
0: But it is and Arthur Simeon, like... if you guys don't know Arthur Simeon, Very Google him right funny. now. I know the Canadian Association of Stand Up Comedy, and I believe uh, uh, one of the Toronto mag, now magazine or whatever, just did an expose. Mob, uh, Mob's Press, Joanne yeah. Britton's thing. They just did an expose on Arthur. too. you know, and it's great. He's he is so fucking funny. That guy, Arthur Simeon, so funny. He has a new album out. You know. Somebody like the podcast, go check out Arthur Simeon if you don't know him already. Very much worth another huge Canadian talent. Canadian is Ugandan, but they I mean he live in Canada. That so many, so much the I'm changing subject now. Hopefully, we were finished with that. Arthur Simeon, check him out. But just for laughs, was in the newspaper this week. Did you see that? Uh, no. That they don't want—they don't want to announce a date yet because they're not sure. You know, w- would the American big acts want to? You know, we're trying to see if they'll—who would be willing to—or if they would be willing to quarantine for the 14 days if they come and we do the festival for limited audiences. But to tape, TV, blah blah blah. If the border stays closed, you could still have just for laughs. And you would still, you know, you hire a hundred top, we have a hundred amazing world-class comedians in Canada. And there would still be a hundred world-class awesome comedians that would be disappointed and not get it. There is easily 200 comedians that would make a crushing, amazing, just for laughs show, uh, show lineup. lineup. And it's not, it's like they didn't even consider that And all Canadian just for laughs. We're not going to do the festival if we can't get, you know, David cross and fucking Bob Saget. And you know, we're not going to have the festival. if We can't get these people, dude, you have such a rich bank of comedians. And like in your, like you specific, even comedians that have moved to Los Angeles or New York, whatever, many of them have come back because of COVID they're here now. They're, Los Angeles-grade comedians that are now living here. Just have the festival with all Canadians. It's a COVID adaptation. You can go right back to bringing in everybody once this is all finished. But for right now, do the festival and have it all Canadian. And the shows will be funny. You don't have maybe the celebrity appeal, the uh, celebrity-grade, you know, like people that just want to go see – people want to go see Chevy Chase. I went to that Chevy Chase gala and like – like, okay, I'm seeing Chevy Jeez, Chase, but yeah, fucking, you know, Arthur Simeon would be way funnier right. than Chevy 100%. Chase was.
1: Not man, reading man. a teleprompter also.
0: I'm yeah, sure. we, would be, you know, we have the talent in Canada to, to do, an. know, we should do that. The just for Canada laughs or just, just fuck just off laugh, Canada. Canada. Just laugh. Just laugh. Yeah. <laughs> just
1: be aggressive. Like not even. Just
0: laugh. It's a uh, yeah. JLC. I, 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 I no JFL, JLC. So
1: they're not going to do it if they don't get any uh, any clearance for American comics. Is basically the end end of this. Uh... Basically
0: it was yeah that that was what the conclusion but... was. We're waiting. To, we're not setting a date. We're waiting to see if not, we'll go to them. That was it. Yeah. If if they can't get the American guys to come in here and quarantine whatever to shoot the thing, just for laughs is going to send a camera crew to austin texas and shoot this guy and okay now over to like what they did for that giant um, concert yeah they said we'll go to them if we need to which they've done a few times. they've done a few just for laugh productions it's not the festival but production that they went to the individual places to shoot these specials anyway
1: yeah i'm just saying they're gonna go to the u.s to shoot these
0: I have a great, I have great ideas. What's stopping me and you from starting the all Canadian comedy festival? Uh, Laziness. Laziness. Probably. Probably the fact
1: that we're fucking arguing every episode and we're not telling jokes. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about social issues. I would like to tell anybody if you do, if you can't figure out that, uh, who is the first people in Nova Scotia or like on the, in Canada, I I am curious. I think it's, I, I could, I think I'm wrong. I think, the first people in Fort uh, at Fort Anne, uh, which is in Nova Scotia, were the Scottish. I think that's what it was, but it was very early the on. The
0: Vikings, the Vikings, the uh, Norwegians or whatever, right. it's known first, things that yes. they were the first yeah. ones to ever get there. Yeah. there's a place in Newfoundland. That's yeah. whatever. But like there was a
1: long like right
0: 1585 or something like but that.
1: Yeah, but then there was like a like in the 17 1600s, 1700s, 1700s. I think there was a lot of back, 16. back and yeah. forth between the British and the Scottish and the French. Like control over uh, that area. Yeah. So yeah, it was a, a lot of uh, back and forth. But yeah, I would love to. I'm gonna look it up anyways. But I'd love if anyone knows it, comment and and uh, school us, man, educate gotta, us on some Canadian history here.
0: We gotta we gotta wrap, we it, up. Gotta wrap it up. Uh, I I have two coffees and a beer in me. I gotta pee. All right. Well, um, but uh, let's take this opportunity two, three, to uh, I want to announce my next my next uh, child, pandemic.
1: child. Oh,
0: okay. That'd no, God, no. So the anniversary of my first Panderic show is March 28th. The first one I did was March 28th. Okay. Uh, this year, March 28th, fall on a Sunday. So I'm going to call it right now on March 26th, which is a Friday. March 26th okay. will be Panderek 9, uh, kind of the anniversary All to right. make it one full year on the same weekend, March 26th, 9 p.m., Panderek 9 will be going down. I just decided that right now. I don't know what inspired me, but I did it. March 26th.
1: <laughs> All right, man. That's cool. Good to, right on. Good to chat, buddy. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have to, uh, I guess, end it so you can urinate.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, good to see you, man. Uh, see I see hope we get to hang out soon. you need to sit down and do one of these fucking... I know. Actually, physically know. together. new variant.
1: They're not scaring us with a <sighs> new variant. All
0: right, yeah, Andy. Andrew's parents are very scared of Literally, like, they're scared with the, the news, the new variant, more contagious, more deadly. I, see I don't know if it's more when... deadly. I, mean, I guess, yeah, we got to end
1: it. But, yeah, I don't. That's the thing with it. I've been looking at it, but they're not saying it's more deadly yet. At least
0: there's no evidence. Some places are. Some places are. Really? It's weird. Yeah.
1: Okay. See, that's it's very. It's all of it is so strange. And yeah,
0: when it first came out, the UK variant, they said it was less deadly but more contagious. And now they're saying, oh, it could be. And Uh, and there's uh, another. There's a two page spread in the Gazette today about people that have had it, the ongoing thing. Like I told you, Angie's best friend, Trina, okay. in Calgary, got it, and her husband got yeah, it. Yeah. He's an Ironman. He's an Ironman. He's right. done 200-mile races, yeah. 100 miles running. You're running for, like, 24 hours. Wow. You're running. Uh, he got it, and he couldn't jog around his block. Like, he wow. he was – he's. it's a month and a half ago that he had it, and the long-term effects are that he – He's thinking right now, he'll never run again. He will never be really? able to run again. still
1: feeling uh, having a hard time running.
0: She can't drink coffee. Her taste never really came back properly. She can't drink coffee. It tastes disgusting. Wow. He can't drink beer. He can't drink beer anymore and he can't run. So there is long term effects. In the Montreal Gazette today, there's a two page spread going over uh, various people that have had it. One lady had it. She had it six months ago and she's been hospitalized. She's had to go to the hospital four times wow. since not having it anymore. Because her breathing is so fucked up and her heart starts to race, and so there's wow. long-term effects of this disease that, like, at you know, there was a point that I was saying, I just want to get COVID so that just be done with it. Yeah. So I've had it and then I no, can't it get it matter. anymore. You Fuck, still... now I'm not so sure. And you can I'm still keep like getting. I'm not already not in good shape.
1: I have a friend in think... Florida who sent me a message today telling me that he knows. And again, this is the thing: the vaccine doesn't mean you're not going to get it. Like he, 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 he knows too uh, older uh, people yes. that were vaccinated. One of them just got their second vaccine like a week or two weeks ago.
0: The booster, and, yeah.
1: Uh, and, and they caught it again. So they have it again, which is the thing that you, I they're not saying this. People don't understand is that you, you, with the vaccine, you still can catch it. It's just that it will soften the blow of how yeah. sick you get.
0: But, and it's 88, 88% effective. Yeah, it's, it's not, less
1: than what they said originally, huge, yeah. like what the vaccine manufacturers said. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, uh, you know it's all of this is like it's going
0: to be interesting to see the numbers too because there's there's the, there's the Merck weeks, vaccine yeah. and then there's the Pfizer one. I wonder which one oh, if the, there's one Moderna, that's more effective Moderna than the other. But uh, they're not. Merck, Moderna, yeah. That's it. Moderna. It's, the next few weeks. I wonder weeks, if one will end up being more effective than the other. Yeah,
1: the next few weeks are going
0: to
1: be interesting. I think it's like in a in mm-hmm. a like data sense of trying to understand
0: this thing it's going to be pretty as people are getting vaccine the frontline workers are are getting vaccinated
1: variant you know like we'll understand I guess more of how it spreads but it sounds pretty scary considering the way that they're talking about it like did you see Dr. Tam's uh, diagram on like what could happen if we dude it's like it's like if we don't tighten even more than what we're locked down now it's just gonna go like this Ah. And then they're like, if we control it and we don't let it get out of hand, it will go down. But otherwise, it's going to spike way fast. Like they're they're predicting like 20,000 cases a day in like a month oh my God. if we don't if we don't like really lock this down.
0: Right we'll now. save that. We'll save that for our next episode, because that is another interesting point is that, you know, keeping the curfew, but opening up Fucking movie theaters, theaters and do it again. And I get oh, it. I get right. it. But. We can't get our shit together. In Quebec, I I find the the measures are not... Like, fucking do it or don't do it. I don't know. Do it. I mean, even do it. I don't want people getting sick. I don't want people dying. Anyway, it's very convenient. We'll talk about it next time. time. Hopefully, we'll be... Hopefully, we'll find a funny way to talk about it. Yeah. let's See, we keep promising each other we're gonna be more funny this time. It's really it's a comedy podcast. We have gotta be funny. And then, oh, black people and fucking <laughs> <laughs> handicapped children. And oh, god, yeah, just a fucking barrel of laughs we are. <laughs> oh
1: man! All right, next chapter. Look show. like I'm
0: missing a tooth right here. I'm missing a tooth. Let's see, on this fucking weird lighting. All right. all right buddy. Buddy, it's great to see you. Good give my best you. to Carolyn yeah, and your folks. Give the
1: best to the kids. Be and safe, well. everybody.
0: Be safe out there be kind to each other do a nice thing for not just for black people just do something nice <laughs> to anybody you come across it's so easy and it's so important uh, now
1: buy someone an ice cream Hold cone together. have a good day
0: yeah all the crack crack dealers buy ice cream for crack dealers in the middle of very perfect <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right see you bud
0: be nice everybody much love sending only love out into the world love you Bye bye